Everyone, come tune in. It's Des Cooper, and we stand on a couch, critiquing. They're the Couch Critics. Hello, and welcome to Couch Critics. I'm one of your hosts, Easton Moore. Uh, we're actually going to do something a little bit different today. Uh, I like seeing some of the smaller movies in the theaters. So, uh, you know, every once in a while, I might throw up one of these episodes just reviewing one of the smaller movies that came out over the weekend. So this week it is The Invisible Man, uh, just a small little movie that, uh, you know, $8 million budget. It's a movie by um, Leia Wanell, who also did Upgrade last year, which is one of my uh, favorite movies. Um, so, uh, Kind of jumping into this, we're going to do a pretty quick uh, review, hopefully just a few minutes, um, unspoilery, and then uh, we're going to jump into spoilers and, and wrap it up pretty quick. Um, so uh, starting off, this this movie was, uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was uh, solid all the way through. It had a, a great lead actress, um, a, a pretty good supporting cast through it, uh, and what I think is a, is a great uh, director and writer. Um, to this movie. And if, if you don't know anything about the production of this movie, it was supposed to be a uh, Warner brothers uh, extended universe uh, with like other monster movies. Uh, like this one has ties to hollow man and Frankenstein and um, the mummy with uh, uh, Tom Hanks or not Tom Hanks, uh, Tom Cruise. So that was initially what this movie was supposed to be. was a extended universe with those other monster movies uh, where the Tom Cruise, the mummy kind of started that and that one really flopped. So they just kind of canceled the whole thing. And, um, Warner brothers went to, uh, one L and said, Hey, we kind of scrapped this whole extended universe thing, but we still have a vision for this movie. And, and, uh, think that, uh, you could do a good job making a horror movie, um, on this premise of an invisible man. And, uh, Leah, uh, one L was just, um, uh, said, okay. And, uh, he wrote the thing from scratch, so he didn't really have anything uh, set up for this. Some people thought that he already had a screenplay similar to this, and he kind of just edited it into a Invisible Man screenplay, but uh, he wrote it all from scratch. Um, so he, I know that there was, a, I think, another writer on there as well. Uh looks like H.G. Wells, but uh, as far as I know, Leo was, Winnell was the main writer of the movie, and he kind of um, shaped it the way he wanted to. Um, and I just got to say, he, he, I think he did a fantastic job. Um, so if you've seen this one already, um, you know, it, it's gotten great reviews so far. Uh, but if you haven't, um, I'm going to say that, uh, it's definitely a movie you should check out in theaters. Um, I saw it in Dolby twice. Uh, and, and one great thing about this movie, uh, that doesn't give any spoilers away is the, is the music, the sound, uh, is just fantastic. It really utilizes uh, Dolby to its fullest, uh, which is hard for a smaller movie to do because they have to focus on uh, so many other things. You know, with a budget of only eight million, uh, seven or eight million, you, you really don't have a whole lot of leeway with everything you can do. So, uh, really glad that they spent time working on the sound here because it really added to the movie, it added to the suspense, it added to the the horror, the action. Uh, it really took um, Elizabeth Moss's, uh, acting to the next level. Um, I think if the sound wasn't there and the sound wasn't as good as it was, she would have been great. 
her performance would have been, have been great, but it wouldn't have translated to the audience as well. Um, it did a great job of just relaying emotion um, through the sound, making you feel like you are Elizabeth Moss uh, in that situation. You feel the drowning of uh, anxiety over you. You feel, I mean, at one point, you know, drugged. You feel all of that uh, with the sound. I mean, you you feel it with her acting, but uh, the sound really amplifies that. So uh, if you have a chance to see this in Dolby, I would definitely uh, give it a shot because uh, really solid movie. You know, if you want to wait until it comes out on, on rental because you're not really sure about these smaller movies or, you know, don't want to spend ten dollars to go to the movie theater that's definitely okay but it, it definitely uh a theater experience definitely maximizes this movie so if you have the chance or you know can spare it go out with some friends who like a a thriller movie this is definitely a good one to go watch i i really haven't heard anyone say a bad thing about it so um going into spoilers we're gonna go like i said real quick um this movie does a great job of being a uh, mixed genre movie. So you've got a uh, psychological thriller. You've got horror for a little bit. Um, I'm mean, not really horror. It just had some really intense, scary moments, but, you know, mixing that horror and drama and uh, action. Um, so the movie starts out with you not really knowing um, either of these two characters other than one of them is on, uh, on the run from this guy who seems to be this... Uh, abusive uh, man uh, holding her to this relationship. Uh, and then, so it really starts off fast pace, yarding, uh, you know, sus- suspended, you know, it's got a good suspense to it right off the bat because uh, she's trying to escape and, you know, it puts you right on your toes right from the start. Um, and then, you know, him breaking that window really shows you that he is aggressive. Uh, he could harm her and he is protective and controlling um, which is a very common thing among people, uh, you know, in abusive relationships uh, where they feel like they can't get away because that person is so controlling. And it, it says it later on. So I think it portrayed that really well, that um, you don't want to be in that relationship, but uh, somehow he always gets you back in it. Now, this obviously takes it a step further, but I think it did a good job of portraying that right from the start. Um, and just, just moving along here, um, it did a great job of just uh, making her feel uh, like someone, like she was crazy, but uh, she obviously wasn't. So uh, it did a really good job of just suspending out, um, you know, she, he was slowly just um, doing little things here and there to make her feel more and more crazy. And everyone else think that she is crazier and crazier because she's yelling out that someone else is here and, and claiming that he never died. And, um, you know, later on, uh, seeing an email to her sister to make sure that, uh, her sister doesn't want to have anything to do with her and, uh, later hitting the, the girl that, uh, they had just spent so long building a relationship with so that she feels isolated. I thought that part, uh, was not the most fun. Obviously later on we get to uh, a more fun, intense part, but was so, such, uh, was so well done. Um, by uh, 1L uh, to have um, just a psychological battle between Adrian and this, uh, you know, and Cecilia. So uh, just that first hour was uh, more of a suspense and drama and uh, making her feel like she's crazy until you get to the um, 
scene where he throws the or she throws the paint on the on Adrian, right? That was probably the scariest moment because you, you're so, um, you know, you have so much anxiety because she's up in the basement. You know that he's there, and then boom, you get the you get the paint and um, the loud music, and it, it really freaks you out, and obviously freaks her out. But she, you know, uh, I think that was the point of where it really picks up with um, the almost horror to to action part, which. Uh, is where this movie uh, really shined, in my opinion, once uh, she met her sister in that uh, uh, the crowded restaurant, uh, which I have to say, I was really glad that Winnell went the direction of having a smart, uh, you know, protagonist. Uh, I really hate it when um, these horror movies or thrillers decide to have a protagonist that doesn't doesn't make any smart decisions. They're always... Uh, running to you know, uh, running to the antagonist, you know, almost running to death, you know, uh, and I really like that she was making smart decisions of of going back to the house to try to prove that he exists and calling her sister and um, meeting her in a in a public place. So uh, when they do that, uh, I really liked how they they made her seem like a smart character using lift and you know all that that whole scene right there and um so that's really when it picked up into the action movie with uh her i think the thick of the movie right there is where uh she's framed for for killing her sister right there in the open uh which i thought was great uh i mean obviously not good for for her but great for the movie of uh and really well uh wrote by Winnell just because uh she's smart, you know, she's not making stupid decisions and somehow Adrian is still able to get inside her head and, and make her, uh, insane to the outside world, uh, making, I mean, framing her for murder in the middle of a restaurant, um, because uh, he's invisible and, um, you know, everyone just thinks that nobody can do that. Nobody can go, go invisible. So, um, I really thought that was a, a great scene, which leads to the whole entire psych ward scene, which, uh, like I said, is really where this whole movie lifts off to the uh, an action movie, which uh, I love the way that Winnell shoots his action scenes. So uh, really glad that he was, um, you know, used that in this movie as even though this one's more of a, a thriller, he was he was able to use uh, the same camera and, you know, camera style that he used in Upgrade which I thought was um, really personal in action scenes. It makes you feel like you're a part of that action and, and makes it brutal uh, and, you know, uh, just makes it all feel real. Uh, he does a great job of taking a, a small budget and uh, making these sci-fi movies feel like they're uh, they're in a real world. So, um, yeah, really, really good job through the whole entire action scenes um, and just kind of finishing this up. Uh, the... The whole ending scene, um, I don't know if people have mixed feelings or not. Everyone I uh, know that saw it really enjoyed the way that it ended with uh, her killing the brother and the brother being a part of it uh, was a really good, I don't know if it was a twist because a lot of people saw that coming, but uh, a good twist there. And then uh, her being having that final uh, just a little act of having the dinner with Adrian and trying to get her to confess and um, Adrian knowing that uh, she's trying to get him to confess because of uh, she know or he knows that 
she has a wire um, and throws in that uh, uh, surprise at the at the end of the sentence, saying that uh, he knows her more than anyone. Uh, that shouldn't be a surprise, you know. Leading back to all those other times where the Invisible Man was was saying surprise. So uh, just a little jab at her, saying you haven't got me. You know, you think you're smarter than I am, but I am. You know, I I know that you have a wire, and I know that you're trying to get me. Um, but surprise, I'm I'm better than you. And then she she ends it with the best surprise of all of uh, you know killing this abusive uh, abusive man. So uh, really solid film all around. I uh, like again probably talked a little too much about it, but uh, I was just trying to do a quick review. And uh, but I just really enjoyed this movie. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and rate it out. I'm rating it as a, a four and a half at the moment. I've seen it twice and really enjoyed it both times. Uh, it's action, action packed and, and suspenseful and, uh, all the way through. So a really solid movie, um, recommended to, to pretty much anyone, unless you're just completely against the horror genre. Um, because, uh, it's, it's got about everything. It's got good acting. It's got action and a little bit of drama and suspense. So, um, really solid movie and really excited for anything Winnell does in the future. I know he's got a, a escape from New York movie slated in 2020. So uh, excited for anything he does. Cause so far he's, uh, he's got two of, uh, two of my favorite movies of the past couple of years. So um, really, really happy with what, what he's done. So uh, that about does it for this short little uh, review. Um, sorry if it wasn't too short, but uh uh, we'll go ahead and conclude it here. Um, so again, sorry that we didn't get a normal episode with our whole entire crew. Uh, we just had some of those tech, uh, technological error or difficulties there. So uh, we will try to uh, get back on uh, back on pace with a uh, episode on Sunday or Monday next week. Uh, over onward, that should be our next movie with uh, Disney Pixar coming back. Uh, to the big screen with Onward. We're going to try to do that one. I know that uh, one of our hosts is a little busy, but uh, we'll try to get an episode up on uh, probably Monday over Onward. So if, if you're looking forward to that movie, you can look forward to hearing our thoughts on on the movie after that opening weekend. And uh, since we had some some troubles recording our, our last episode and recorded it and realized that we couldn't uh, put it out. We're probably going to re-record that and put it out sometime over the next couple of weeks. So uh, be looking forward to that uh, kind of bonus episode, making up for the fact that we couldn't get one out this week. So um, if you want to uh, follow the uh, podcast on Twitter, we are Couch Critics Pod. We try to be pretty active on there. Um, you know, if you've uh, if you've seen a movie that we think we should. Uh, watch you can tweet us or if you have any new, uh, movie news that you want to talk to us about uh, you can tweet us there and uh, we try to tweet about our episodes tweet about uh, movie news uh, you know the new batman movie that just uh, dropped a couple pictures we try to be uh, pretty active and talk to you guys about those so give us a follow on there and uh, uh, tell us what you think about some of the movies and uh, we'd love to have a conversation with you there if you want to follow me personally on twitter i am easton more four so easton more iv uh, or if you want to follow me on Letterbox, uh, it's also Easton Moore Four, Easton Moore IV. So uh, I try to put reviews and um, I rate all my movies on there. So if you want to uh, see what I'm watching, I like to I like to see what all my friends are watching. So uh, give me a follow on there. I'll follow you back and 
uh, like to see what uh, what you think about the movies you're watching. So, um, you know, uh, glad you were able to, you know, if you if you're interested in Invisible Man and uh, maybe you already saw it and want to hear somebody talk about it, I'm I'm glad I could uh, give you a little a little review over it. So um, we will see you uh, early next week with our full crew back and ready to go. So uh, I guess over the weekend, sit down on the couch and, and watch some movies. Bye guys.